Hi, welcome to the No Room for Phonies podcast, Getting Real About 50 and Beyond. I'm Claire. And I'm Pam. And we've been looking for an opportunity to work together collaboratively on a common project because uh, we started being friends, what, 20 years ago when our kids were little peanuts at the peanut club. Exactly. So we have a lot of stories to share. And we think uh, because storytelling is a really important way of communicating about things we've experienced or things that we know, and we feel like that's a great format for kind of talking about life experiences and maybe thinking about the future as well. And also laughing about the past because we have a lot of good things to laugh about. And uh, we also think that um, as women, like we have both have really, um, you know, great husbands and strong relationships with them, but that doesn't take the place of sharing our stories together as women and learning and growing and supporting each other on our on our journeys. So, and we both, I think, at this point in our lives, have really um, changed our pathways. They they've become really yeah, different than what we're used to, and so in a way that's kind of scary. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I think, you know, this is a phase in life that traditionally women haven't really spoken a lot about, about uh, the changes that we go through, about a shift in thinking, um, uh, you know, different um, journeys that we're on. And we never would have talked about these things with our mothers. No. First of all, I lost my mom when when I was when I was quite young, just having my own children. And, um, but I never, I don't see that I ever would have talked to her about this no, kind of stuff. I don't think it was something that women really shared, um, this part of their life. And I think we've come to a point in time where we are starting to share these stories more to talk about what it means to age gracefully or to, um, experience your 50s in a different way and I think it's important to to share those experiences with one another uh, because I think through those stories we uh, have an understanding of what that means. And I also think that 50 is not what it was when like 50 women in their 50s don't seem limited to me like Mm -hmm. they did in the past. Yeah that's like there's nothing that you know, women in their 50s now run marathons and do all kinds of things that women in their, my mother wouldn't, didn't do in her 50s. Right. Yeah, definitely. I think there was a different perception about what that meant to be in your 50s and 60s um, and beyond. And I think that's really changed. And I, I mean, I now have close friendships with women who are in their 80s. And I don't think of them as in their 80s. Right. Like, you know, one of my very close friends that I worked with for, like, many, many years as a teacher is now turned 79, and I never think of her as that, right. as that old. And I, I think there's a, an area where in this kind of podcast we can capture 
the stories of some of those women as well who have aged in that way and you kind of think okay well how did you do that at a time where it, it wasn't even talked about right yeah so I think there's definitely a new perspective being brought to um, the whole aging process and what that means and how women specifically um, can deal with a lot of issues around that topic and the other thing quite obvious to us right now is we've landed on a whole bunch of time that mm -hmm. we never had before when we were working long days and had right. little kids and so we can take the opportunity to share some of these things with each other and then validate some of our life experiences and maybe share something that would help other people going forward yeah and so we're looking forward to sharing some of these stories and hope that you will join us along on this journey as well. So that kind of gives you an idea of um, why we're together and going to try this podcast thing. So now we'll talk about some of the subjects that we want to talk about, like, for example, living our authentic life in our 50s and how we kind of got to that point to this point in our lives what's informed us and made us who we are yeah so there's a lot of topics that we deal with at this stage uh, parenting adult children we both have children that are in their um, early 20s um, what is it like to move to that stage of parenting when maybe you don't have as much input to the uh, stage their uh, decision making but they still look to you for advice and um, how, do, how do you handle that and what does that look like and also I think kids in their 20s like what I did in my 20s is very different than how my kids are and how right. they rely on me so it's like I'm not sort of like any experiences that I had in my 20s aren't really transferring right. to where my kids are and at. I think the digital age has definitely changed that a lot. A lot more texting, a lot more phoning. Um, you certainly keep up through uh, social media, although my children aren't really super active on social media, but you still see what's happening out there. And I think that changes your relationship with them. Um, sometimes positive and sometimes negative ways. Um, having a, a child who is also married at a younger age and what that brings to the table is also kind of interesting as a, as a parent. And the whole, I mean, for me, it's about the child that, you know, they've lived together as partners now for almost five years and what does that look like down the road for them as well. So mm. it's just all these experiences about you know, dealing with your kids and when to keep your mouth shut and exactly. when to <laughs> give when to give input and how much money to let them extract from you at any given time. So yeah. all that stuff. And of course we want to talk about health and aging and what it's like to experience menopause and how that plays itself out and the kind of fact that there is still little support and little talk mm -hmm. about women which is shocking yeah, to me we've both kind of navigated the health system in different ways and I think it's really 
uh, important that we advocate for women's health issues and what does that look like. I think we are making some slight gains in that, but I think we've got a, a long way to go. And I think you really do have to advocate for your own health and what does that look like. Yeah, and our relationships with our husbands and both of us still have husbands who are actively like working and we are not so that relationship and just how you're feeling about um friendships develop as you get into your 50s i really like when we talk about our title no room for phonies like i really want to have real authentic relationships i'm tired of kind of holding back on how i feel and not that i've ever done that very much but that whole I think that thing is, it, that is, you I know. I think you start to look at your um, friendships in a different way. And, uh, yeah, you kind of want want more maybe authentic type of relationships. Yeah, and and I think you're also willing more willing to sort of discard certain relationships because they just drain you or, you know, and not that you're not there to support each other, but... There does come that, and uh, there's lots of things to talk about in that area. We both are avid readers mm-hmm. of kind yeah. of everything, so I'm, I'm sure some of the books we read we're going to want to talk about for sure. And that has changed too, like just how you consume your news, how you um, gain knowledge. I mean, there's again, that's changed so much over time how with the digital age and... You know, sometimes it's hard to delve into a book when it's so easy to hop onto your, um, you know, iPad or tablet or something mm-hmm. and just kind of read something that's light and fluffy. Yep. It's hard yep. to sometimes. And to choose and to cha- almost to challenge each other to look at literature and to read different kinds of things right. is, is an important part an important thing that women do and you know there's all the we're kind of in a book club era I think I mean I don't my mother never went to a book club so I think there's that part but there's a certain kind there's certain kinds of book clubs I think there's just a whole area that can be and that has an impact that there are relationships that develop through that as well so and then finally just I think both of us are transitioning and that how this all came about, we're both transitioning to kind of a new phase of life with a whole bunch of things. So it just seemed like a really good time to engage in this kind of discussion. Yeah, so that's what we hope to talk about in this podcast and share our experiences. All right, now we want to spend some time just introducing you to us as, as people, as individuals. This is probably the hardest part because neither one of us particularly like to talk about ourselves we like to talk about other things but I'm Pam Um, I just we just celebrated our 25th uh, wedding anniversary this summer my husband is a professor at uh, Niagara College and um, I have two young men in their 20s my um, eldest is working in Toronto and living with his girlfriend and she just they just started new jobs actually today and my youngest son is um, he did film television and radio in college and he does live stream for sports and he basically has his own business and he does a lot of freelancing and most of the time he'd like to be 
more employed, but he's working at it and he's only 22. So he's got lots of time. I recently retired after 33 years from uh, being an elementary educator and I was an elementary principal for I think 16 years. And I've never had this opportunity. I worked for the last 15 years or so. I probably worked 14-hour days as a principal. So I'm now discovering this whole idea of being able to focus on my own self-care and self-nurturing. And um, this has included a new journey into fitness and health and mindful eating that I frankly just never had time for because I was working a lot. And... uh, I started by, when I first retired, I started by walking, and I was walking every morning, and I still do that most mornings, sometimes with a friend, sometimes by myself, and then I got with a fitness trainer and did some weight stuff, so, you know, that whole, this whole journey has been um, actually a lot of fun, and I, I actually do feel a lot better and a lot stronger and healthier. And then I've needed more things to do, so I started sewing, which I never ever thought I would ever do in my life. My mom was a sewer, but never thought I would do that. And I actually made a baby quilt. That was my first quilt for a friend of mine. And uh, I did start knitting a while ago. And those doing those kinds of things is very humbling because you make a lot of mistakes all the time. And uh, there's a in it. I found that my in my brain I needed something for problem solving and sewing and knitting have a lot of problems to be solved and so th- that really helped me plus I connected with a a friend that I hadn't seen in a long long time and we actually quilt together on Wednesday mornings. I also have lots more time for cooking and so um, I've, I spend a lot more time planning and cooking really healthy meals do a lot of Buddha bowls, which I certainly never did when I was working. And um, the passion, I guess I talked about that for physical strength and energy. And um, a desire to kind of break some rules and just be really real in my relationships. And even if that means abandoning some friendships. And then um, I was really excited when Claire and I reconnected and then it just seemed like we were both looking for something and then this idea came to be so that's yeah, kind of me that's in insane. a nutshell well i've never been no. in a nutshell no <laughs> well i'm kind of nuts <laughs> but whatever um yeah so my name's claire and um i'm in midlife i'm exactly midlife 55 yeah and trying to navigate those waters as best as i can I have collected some university degrees along the way. I would consider myself to be a lifelong learner. I've changed career paths a few times along the way, um, sometimes because of interest, sometimes because of family demands and trying to juggle that. I have um, kind of struggled in the career field, I would say, to find my place and what that journey has been for me as well. Um, so it's been an interesting one, but um, I don't regret any of the decisions that I've made, but it's certainly taken some 90 degree turns along the way. 
I've been married to my partner for 29 years <laughs> as of two weekends from now, uh, which is astonishing sometimes, um, not because I'm married to him, but because <laughs> 29 years seems like a long it time. Does. And there's a lot of ups and downs that go along with that when you're in a long-term committed relationship with somebody. And, uh, um, but, you know, lots of fun. So we've had a, a, quite a journey together and we continue to uh, work on that relationship. I have uh, two sons and a daughter. And my oldest son is married, so we've met, welcomed a daughter-in-law into our family as of just over a year ago. Uh, he uh, is an engineer, uh, graduated in water engineering and is just starting on his career path and trying to figure that out as a young, young adult. Um, Mackenzie is in a just started nursing school, so um, they are, uh, Derek's supporting her in that. My second son is uh, doing his last year of engineering working on that and then my daughter is um, working on a degree in psychology and neuroscience behaviors and I've probably got that wrong and she'll let me know what the exact title is <laughs> and we'll update you on that. Um, so my children are all born two years apart so I went through those crazy kind of baby and toddler years and then the school years went by so quickly and now we're transitioning into that adult parenting phase which is um, interesting all its own so it's always been that balancing act of family career social relationships your married relationship and uh, the challenges that those bring so I'm pretty drawn to people who are authentic who are you know honest about life struggles and relationships and I think that's what drew me to Pam in the first place when we first got to know each other Back that in the days club. <laughs> when our kids were so little and I think even though it's hard when when your kids are young those demands on your time are pretty great um, and even though we moved to different cities we managed to try and keep in touch as best we can and now we've kind of entered into this new new phase new relationship and uh, it's been great to kind of strike up that friendship again and kind of try and um, strike out on something new and exciting and fun yeah. and I think we're both looking forward to going down this path and seeing seeing where it will take us and I was just thinking we have not you know there's some things we haven't experienced like we don't have kids like Zachary lived in Ottawa for five years when he was going to school but now all our kids are relatively close, close. Yeah. in proximity so that's that would be interesting to talk to someone who, you know, right. experiences sort of that long distance relationship with your kids. Although there are some days when I think that would be nice. Yeah. But we did start like in this, in our peanut club and there were, it was like a community center. Mm -hmm. And then we kept going after that program ended. And there were four families in that that stayed together for quite a long time, but we just really connected with our... And kept it going. Yeah, I when you went back to work, then your... Uh, and I had my third child, then your husband kind of stepped up at home, and we continued kind of, um, you know, exchanging children. Yeah, but it <laughs> was interesting, I think. Break. Like, Charles would say that um, some of the other people 
other women weren't as comfortable mm. with that arrangement. So, yeah. you know, that was, I think, all four of us as couples even are pretty open-minded, yeah. well, like authentic there, people. Yeah, there was a phase in our relationship too where um, Doug was kind of the stay-at-home dad and I was kind of working while he was building a small business. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, you just kind of go through those transitions back and forth, and I think that's something kind of unique yeah. about our relationships. Yes, it is. That we kind of did that. We've experienced we both that. Did that where we exchanged childcare with our husbands, and you kind of did that back and forth, give and take. Yeah. Of who's staying at home and who's working, and yeah, real was, partnerships, right? And mm-hmm. yeah, very cool. So. Yeah. Yeah, so you'll hear much more about all of this as we proceed into our podcasts. Yeah. So we thought it would be great to kind of have a goal that we're working on over this year. And since I'm not about to run a marathon. And neither am I. This and is not Pam and Claire run a marathon. So <laughs> no, don't wait for the No, movie. <laughs> it's not coming. I think if you'd like to see us both, well, at least me being taken away in an ambulance, that's what would happen. So we're not going to do an Ironman. (laughs) So we decided it would be best if we just took a walk, a fairly long walk. But anyway, we're going to try to train for a through hike, which I don't even know what that is. So a through hike is when you start in one place and basically you hike to the end. So you don't, you know, take transportation oh. from one place to another place so it's get up in the morning walk to a destination get up the next morning walk to your next destination for a few days anyways yeah, yeah. and we don't really know at this point where we're gonna go or what we're gonna do we're gonna try to just dis- we're gonna talk about all the possibilities and hopefully if people start following us they might be giving us suggestions exactly. of play of things we can do so but we're pretty excited about that yeah. as a possibility. Yeah, I think it's um, uh, interesting to kind of work towards something together, have a goal of what we would like to do. And in the end, we can um, talk about what that is. Yeah, and, and then what and we're going to... experience gonna, it together. And we're going to also, in the meantime, at least I know I'm going to have to like take some walks to make sure that I don't collapse in the middle of the through hike because <laughs> I... I've never done a through hike. I I walk probably between six and eight kilometers. Well, yeah, a day. So basically, that's but that's not up and down hills. Not usually, not big hills anyway. Right. Well, there's lots of different varieties of yeah. of these kinds of things. I mean, you can go to the to the Alps, or you can go to um, you know somewhere where the terrain is quite yeah. reasonable and flat. So there's all sorts of possibilities out there and. Um, yeah, and it's exciting, you know, sometimes with these journeys, the planning can be just as exciting as actually going, going yeah. on the trip. Yeah, and, and we don't know what we're going to do, whether we're going to actually take our husbands or not, or what, right. what, what, what that's going to end up looking like, and what part of the world. And, but anyway, we think we're going to have some fun figuring it out, and uh, we're looking forward to more... Um, podcast but this is just the beginning yeah so i hope you will want to join us on this adventure